Goodie. Hello, welcome to Art Cinema Fart Cinema's Goodies. Goodies. For this is the one, isn't it? Where we talk about good films instead of bad ones. You stole my line. This is the <laughs> correct, Simon. He's Simon. He's Nadim. And I'm Nadim. Well done. And Simon this week is going to recommend a film to you. What's that film, Simon? Right, it's from 1998, I believe. It is, yeah, it's from 1998. It's a film called Happiness by Todd Solondz, who is like a prolific uh, film. <laughs> howling, Shut up, you stupid dog. Howling fucking demonic anatomy. It might not have even that up. <laughs> yeah, well, anyway. Well, How well, annoying. Um, no, uh, sorry, sorry, what was the film? 1998's Happiness from Todd Salon's prolific American independent filmmaker, notorious for messing around with people's uh, sensibilities and crossing lines of bad taste in terms... Oh, no, it's not actually... He doesn't cross lines in terms of bad taste. He goes into taboo subjects in a deadpan way. Todd Salon's... <laughs> He made waves as an indie filmmaker with happiness uh, because it was, it kind of goes into some pretty hard subjects but still remains a black comedy. Uh, so Happiness is a film about, it's got kind of a, a weave, a patchwork of many uh, characters all kind of equal billing. Okay. Uh, an ensemble. Like, an ensemble, that's the fucking word. <laughs> I was kind of reaching for and it. And it's got like, yeah. Philip Seymour Hoffman in it, doesn't it? The late Philip Seymour Hoffman. So he plays a crank collar guy. He plays a guy who's shy and morbidly like uh, socially awkward and uh, speaks to his psychiatrist. And his psychiatrist is also a character in the film as well. He, What's the plot? Or is, it, is this one of these films that are just like difficult to describe no 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 right the reason that this film won't appeal to everyone some people will be serious find it seriously distasteful because it's actually the theme is like every everyone is what's the word dysfunctional in some way or another but it's all centered around it kind of is centered around sex as well that's something that is it's a barrier for people like they don't like want to watch films that are kind of so, you wouldn't watch it with your gran. Yeah, you wouldn't watch it with your gran because it's about people's sex lives and sexual dysfunctions and things like that. Because your gran would be like, oh, I want to watch that film Happiness. It sounds really good. And then you'd be like... And then within seconds, you've got Philip Seymour <laughs> Hoffman talking about how he fantasises about you know ejaculating into a woman so hard that it comes out of her mouth and her psych- a psychiatrist is just sitting there like, mm, <laughs> nodding his head <laughs> and like looking yeah. at, like closing his eyes and looking at his watch. And it turns out that the psychiatrist, who's played by Dylan Baker, he's also a major character. He actually gives a brilliant performance in this film. He's a husband and father and a psychiatrist. He's also uh, kind of struggling with his sexual urges towards young children. <laughs> so it, it does not, uh, it's not pulling any punches when it comes to talking about the dark side of... It's a difficult film. ...of life and American life and all the rest of it. Uh, I watched the uh, uh, Barry Norman's uh, film 98, you know, was, was the year that it came out. Film 98 with Barry Norman, late on BBC One. Dun, 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 oh, this was a TV dun, show. Dun, 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 like you see, everyone my age is like remembering that and going, yeah, I remember being, <laughs> I remember being a bit sleepy late at night, and then Barry Norman would come and go, oh wait a minute, I've, I'll I'll just stay awake for half an hour to see the film reviews, oh. and uh, Barry Norman gave this film a great review, and he said, <laughs> in his Barry Norman way, and I caught up with Todd Salons in London to talk about the film, and then it had like a little interview with Todd Salons, and the 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 line that stands out for me, and I'll always 
put this together with Todd Solon's face and his, his body of work, because he's quite a prolific filmmaker now with many films under his belt. Uh, but this line stuck with me, and I said, I'm going to go and see this film. He just said, I refuse to insult anyone's intelligence as a writer, you know. So, uh, and, and, you know, I can't remember the context of why he said that, but when I watch his films, I just think, that's right, because he doesn't signpost anything. What integrity! He doesn't signpost. This is when you, you're supposed to laugh. This is when you're supposed to be disturbed. No, no, no. This is the scary bit. He leaves it up to you. You know, because you're your own intelligent boss, aren't you? you? You know, you've got your own head on your shoulders. So just like, let's let's just apply uh, whatever the material needs to have applied to it and let it do the talking for itself. Mm. You know, that's the kind of strength to, the, to his films. They're, they're very deadpan, and yet they're kind of... Uh, darkly, darkly comic. Palindromes is another film that he made. It crosses. It manages to be a surreal film without going in the same area like the, a David Lynch film does, where it's all about the visual style and building of atmosphere that way. It just manages to be surreal because of the people you're in the room with. And you, you find yourself just like clutching on your knees going, wait a minute, what the fuck am I watching? And actually, like, I remember another film called Dark Horse that he made in the sort of Q&A, talking about the timeline of, you know, in 1998 making happiness, that was a two million budget film. You went into the, you know, meeting with the studio execs and it's, it's a fine deal. Now it's got to be 800,000. So it's this sort of feeling of it's tightening around. Yeah, yeah. Uh, his, niche, his niche has become very niche. It's now, it's now like the size of like a, a fleas arsehole. Because I, I, don't, I, don't <laughs> I don't think I know anyone who's seen this film. You know, happiness is brilliant. It deserves to be hailed as like a, a you know, Subversive an American classic. So if you're going to talk about films like uh, American Psycho and American Beauty, you should know about Happiness and uh, other films by Todd Solondz as well, in my opinion. Absolutely. And actually, like, what was it? Yeah, I think that in a lot of ways he might have softened his touch lately to get his films made for 800,000 because, uh, like, Happiness, maybe it would be a hard sell. Now, there's a scene in a, a film that he made right after Happiness called Storytelling, right? I am very sure that storytelling, which is made in about 2000 or something like that, uh, I'm ve- I feel very sure that that film ha- only had its one chance to get made in that year before it's, you can't go there anymore. You know, mm. There's a scene in that film, if he was pitching that now and if the script was, was there in people's hands, they would be saying, could, could you please not do that? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Please just don't. Please don't do that. But it's there. You can go back. Uh, well, you don't have to go back. You don't have to time travel. You know, the film you know exists on DVD shelves. Pick it up. Watch it. Watch Happiness as well. And, you know, you get, you, you'll get you take in things that probably wouldn't end up on films now, you know. So, you know, there you go. It's not... It's it's the world's loss, in my opinion, that we can't quite go we into We can't that. enjoy subversive masterpieces anymore. No. It's It's dead. The cinema is dead. It's the elixir of death. In death time, <laughs> death comes for us all. 